the Slow Ride Podcast, recorded live in the ping pong basement. Oh, me, little guy. guy, little guy, Matt Allen. Say hi, Spencer. Uh, you're not here. Uh, uh, All right. Hello, and welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast. Bites, life, and rumors straight from the source. We can be reached at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just search the Slow Ride. You can find show notes and more information at the slowridepodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast. This is episode 37. Merry wow. Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're here. I'm in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota, with at the little guy Matt Allen's studio. Yep. And uh, Spencer, how's Boston? Boston's fantastic. I'm uh, I'm hanging out in wonderful Jamaica Plain. Ooh, step up from Dorchester, I think. It certainly is. So you know things are well. Things are good. The internet's fast here. Oh yeah. That's good. You know, I am. Uh, I did have to enter the neighbor's password for their <laughs> Wi-Fi. I'd like to thank the neighbor across the street. And um, lots of big news going on, but more importantly, it's it's just great to be back home to where it all started, and much much of bittersweet this week, as our first place where we collectively raced is now going away. Yeah, Velodrome seems to be no more. Maybe maybe has a shot in the dark. I I think it's really dark. The National Sports Center Velodrome is going to be gone, and I just want to point out that Spencer, this is where. You decided to change teams on us That's true. during the middle of the night. It is also where we went on a bike race, um, and the, the bikes fell off the rack. That was pretty cool on the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the way to our track class. We almost we almost lost. Our, <laughs> it, it was Caitlin's bike first... at the time, but it, but it's my bike now, and it, it almost died on the way to track class. So, yeah. um, gosh, good memories. Yeah. A lot of good memories. Sorry about, sorry about that, you guys. But we made it. <laughs> we made it. We, we only so, we only had to pull over on the side of ninety four for a little bit. Yeah, that's so good. I would like to add a caveat to last week's holiday awards show. So for the worst news of the year is to me is that the velodrome's going away. Even though I haven't been up there in the last four years, except to race cyclocross down into the velodrome, um, yeah. is going to be missed. It was a one of a kind I, gem. I, I, I agree. You know what's funny is uh, is I, I used to love racing up there. That's where we all started racing, or racing careers or whatever. And um, and I sort of grew away from it and got into other stuff in the racing scene locally, cross mountain bikes even, and all kinds of weird, weird stuff. Um, I'd probably be into fat bikes now if I still lived there. But I moved away. <laughs> wait, I wait. Escaped, and Didn't I, you I, own I a fat bike? You owned a fat bike once, right? Wait, can there be um, fat bike velodrome racing? That may be what saves the track. Could be. Okay. They need to market what they what they can, leverage what they can. Anyway, but pretty much as soon as I got to Boston, I suddenly just had this burning desire to race the track again, and there's not one here. And I don't know if that's just like because I didn't have it available anymore or what, but I really did miss it, and I'm really sad that it's going to be gone. I, I think I think it is because it's gone. Because I so I I didn't go this entire last season and race the track. And the previous two years I'd raced once per season, and now that it's gone, 
I, I'm in the basement. We're playing ping pong, but out of the corner of my eye, I can see my track bike, and it's looking longingly at me. Oh, and nice. I want I want to ride it again. And and now I I don't have any real reason to even own it anymore. When I was in Blaine or when I was in Gainesville, I'm thinking about going track racing five hours to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when the best track in the country was just thirty minutes away, yeah, I kind of stopped going. You just you just don't you don't know what you have until it's gone. I guess is the is the motto. We should all be thankful for uh, end of so, year thankfulness for what uh, what we so have. So thanks to Bob Williams who ran the track. Great guy, nationally known figure for teaching us how to race. He was yeah. like also my first coach, along with uh, several others that told me the importance of riding bikes and. It was just a fun time. So I'm happy I got to race there with you guys. Spencer, I'm happy I got to beat you several times and box you in and that missing out that <laughs> that you'll never forgive me for. But, man, that was totally on purpose. I guess I'll come clean now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be a Cat 3 for life now on the track. That's terrible. You are. You're <laughs> never going to get the I chance. I will never, ever get the chance. I mean, uh, chances were pretty slim. So, I would get my upgrade, but, like. It's never happening now. I'm forever. You know, I, you could just go to Kenosha and beat up on those guys. Me and Tim did that once. But and I, it wasn't that hard. But at points, I'd have to go to Kenosha like four times to get enough points. So let's be honest, guys. By far, our best and biggest collective um, achievement is when we qualified for the 2006 U.S. National Track Championships in the team sprint. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That was very good. I remember it was very exciting to get that email of everyone that qualified, and it was yeah. like Lance Armstrong, and then right above Lance Armstrong because it's alphabetical is Matt Allen. So it was just like <laughs> and then Spencer Howe and Tim Hayes, and then it was Tyler yeah. Hamilton because if you yep. had a pro license, you automatically qualified, and we were there. We did it, guys. Yeah. We, yeah. Gosh, we would have been so destroyed if we had gone. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine the collective minds of all the track nerds and the team sprint when – Three yeah. skinny bike messengers show up with arrow dresses. All of us are Cad 4s. Yeah, none of our jerseys fit properly. Oh, Man, yeah. we would have crushed it. Well, here's to you, NSC Velodrome. Yes, cheers. So speaking of track racing at the NSC Velodrome, let's talk about doping. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> looks like there is a nice uh, positive. A uh, little guy. Who is this Italian folk hero that got busted? <laughs> I actually, you know, Santa Mabrigia. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to pull a super rookie here. Mario Spencer, you know his name because you're a big fan of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, Santa, Santa Bro. Bro. Everyone was so surprised when he got busted a few years ago, and now he's been busted for trying to get his dick up while he's, uh, while he's still currently finishing up a doping band. So this is the excuse, right, that this was his new Viagra? He's, yeah, he said he... Um, he he was having trouble conceiving and and having erectile problems, so he'd uh, taking the drug to uh, make sure he could have a kid. And so, uh, surprisingly, he didn't uh, get a TUE for that. Wow, this is uh, I didn't I didn't even know this, but there you go. So another positive, and uh, yep, it's really surprised. You know, he was on a team with Deluca, super rookie. Uh yeah, Deluca. I did name that my is cat. Shocking after information. Him. Yeah, so uh, too bad he's gone, Spencer. I'm sorry. I know you're waiting for his comeback with Amora and Vital or whatever that team is that always hires all the ex-dopers and crack addicts. No, I like them before they go away. <laughs> um, I just, I just have. I'm like, a, I think I would be a decent European uh, manager, team director. 
uh, because I, you know, I see all these guys be- just before they get popped. <laughs> you know, so I, I could get I could get everything out of them and then not have. You to know how to ride those last two months of success before they get popped. You go, I don't know what happened, and and he had a clause in his contract that if he doped, he was going to get fired. So, oh, it's too bad. It's certainly not a team thing. I didn't know anything about that. Well, you know, I guess that that means that you can't use that excuse. So. I think that we should actually talk about this for a second. Like, what are some of the best excuses we've had for doping? So we have the erectile dysfunction, like, I need to get hard to have a baby. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a good one. I I gotta say. On a scale of 1 to 10, that might be like an 8. Like, that's pretty good. I think it's really good because he has to admit something so embarrassing. It almost makes you think it has to be true. For a second, you think, oh, maybe it's true because why would you want to tell everybody that? And then you remember who he is. And you realize there's no like, way. Like, do you think he, the, uh, you know, he was kind of spinning the wheel of excuses, and that one came up, and he was like, "Oh, okay. I mean, I guess we did, we did roleplay <laughs> this one before." I hope um, so. Another favorite excuse of mine is the Tyler Hamilton Chimera twin. Very good. Um, you know the oh the reason why my there's two different types of blood cells in my body is because my twin that I absorbed when I was in utero um, is actually alive within me. Classic. That's a classic. What? what also hard to disprove or prove, mm-hmm. so it's a perfect excuse. Well, we got the uh, yeah, we got the the famous Alberto Contador oh. uh, tainted steak. Yep. Um, also, the Mick Rogers yep. tainted steak. One from Spain, one well, from China. Well, the tainted the tainted all the steak. All the wait, steak is why tainted. Do, tainted steak sounds like the greatest opening band for Lance and the Armstrongs. It would like, be good, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome to the stage tainted steak. <laughs> they will be opening. Uh, <laughs> They're kind of like they're kind of like meatloaf, you know. They're a little adult contemporary, <laughs> little, little rock so, and roll. So we had the tainted steak. Um, what other great excuses have we had? I mean, we've just had just not even excuses. Just Ricardo Rico just accidentally transfusing the wrong blood. Yeah, but didn't he blame it on his uh, girlfriend at the time? Remember, he broke up with her. He did break up with her for a while because yeah. she was a doper, and that was bad. Yeah, there's there's always the good ones like uh, the tainted supplements. Yeah. But wait, 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 wait. Wasn't, wasn't he dating Basso's no, sister? No, he wasn't dating Basso's sister. Who was dating Basso's sister? I thought she sister? was dating like a game show host or something weird. Or so, She was dating somebody that was somehow connected to some sort of drug ring thing. We're really getting right. we're getting into like so like speculation. Like I think she was dating an astronaut, and he had access to drugs, and it's getting like really complicated. So on the year-end awards for – or like decade end rewards. What's your favorite excuse you've heard for doping? For me, it is the Chimera twin. Like that's, that was just kind of out there. That's pretty good. I think when uh, was it in like 2001 or 2000 uh, when R- what's his name Rumsus, his wife got pulled over at the border with a car full of doping products, EPO and this stuff, and she said, "Oh, it's like for my grandma or something." <laughs> and then he didn't even have like. I mean, he was just such a jerk. He His wife went to jail because she was bringing all his EPO to him during the tour, and he just let her sit in jail for months. Good guy. That's dedic- dedication. Classy. Classy, Classy guy. So I had to Google it. Um, Elisa Basso was dating Eddie Mazzolini. Oh, yeah, Mazzolini. Remember when he was slow and then he was um, really fast for a little bit? Yeah. He was so, kind of a big guy to be dragging himself up those climbs in the Giro. But. So another uh, – Another, uh, you know, our award ceremony uh, show last week had almost 400 listens, which is great because we didn't have a top guest like Matt Roy, our yeah. greatest guest ever. And, you know, I did pick 
Simon Garens as the best rider of the year. <laughs> and now and, it's totally and, ruined. And what happened, gentlemen? How does the super rookie guarantee continue to strike? <laughs> yeah, he broke his collarbone mountain biking. Um, yeah, Spencer called it earlier. It said the the super rookie the magic. Curse. So. So the curse, the curse right now has struck He's... DeLuca. It has struck Tyler Hamilton. It has struck Ivan uh, Mayo. Uh, it is. I think he Garens. was cursed already. There's lots of great people. It's struck oh, Mancebo. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's struck. In, it's it's struck. Uh, Leo, Leo Grand, Grand, David. David Klinger. <laughs> There's lots of great uh, favorite racers. The only person that never struck was Eric Saunders. So you know, thanks, Eric. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, we got that, and He's then all also nervous now. we it's did like... create a little bit of a controversy last week with. Uh, we did, yeah. Results boy, um, the founder of CrossedResults.com, uh, let us know on Twitter that he totally disagreed with the opinions of mostly Spencer on who the top cross race or top Spencer top racer. No, totally me. Yeah, but I mean, he did discredit like, well, French and Simon Garens was also offered. So, ah, uh, yeah. So, so, a, I'm surprised he listens to us. Um, and second, how do you respond to these accusations, Spencer, that you don't even know what you're talking about, and we just record it? I mean, usually that's spot on. <laughs> but not last week. Last week you were you were you were knowledgeable. But not last yeah. week. Yeah, last. Last week, yeah. last well, what's funny is uh, I was just vindicated um, because uh, what happened was that he took most of his, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, he disagreed highly with uh, my, my, my choice of most improved for the 2014 of L. Anderson or most, uh, what was our yeah, category? Most awesome or remember. something. But anyway. Most amazing. Most best. It. Most best. I think it was most best. So anyway, he said she wasn't doing all that good. Her results were, you know, so-so in Europe. And I came back and was like, yo, she went to a new team in a new country, all new races, language she doesn't speak. She's doing awesome. She's getting, you know, fifth, sixth all the time. Um, and then the, the very next day, she got on the podium of, uh, of the big uh, cross race uh, over That's there. True. So I, uh, I was instantly vindicated, and he, he had to hang his head in shame and tweet <laughs> Uh, Did that, he? Uh, that he had spoken too soon. No. Yes, yes. Well, so good. that was good. I still think he still thinks we're insane as far as Simon Garens, which I would agree with, and the French. Simon Garens well, is not I, crazy. I, I will say that Colin Reuter. This is my favorite tweet that he did put out. Is I'm just suggesting that they struggle more with more than just website URLs. And I was like, thanks. But you know, Simon Garens, I thought was a strong pick. I thought French yeah. was a strong. He, Simon Garens had a great year. He just he's just not an exciting uh, here, writer. It's hard to here, it's hard to care. No, he's the most boring. But here's the big thing. Here's the big takeaway for me, is that it's taken 36 episodes for people to start to figure out. Maybe we don't always research everything to the actual. We did a, maximum, I did a lot know? of research for last week's episode. I was on the internet for at least a couple minutes before we started podcasting. <laughs> Granted, I was on Craigslist. You know, Colin, but that doesn't matter. It, the best part was 
Were you looking at diesel Mercedes? Probably, if wagons. I could find so, a good one at a reasonable We did create price. quite the controversy with last week's awards. And people can always let us know what they think. Um, several did think that uh, Europe Car was a very overrated team. Yeah. And perhaps the ugliest jersey in the Peloton, which is always very nice. And uh, when people agree with me, so... Which oh, is did, very nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah? I, I don't see that happening. So, hey, I have a side note quick, a sidebar here. Um, I was I listened to our, our episode last week, and it uh, inspired me to go back and, and due to the criticisms, to, like, listen to some of our previous episodes and, and see how, you know, if we sounded like we knew what we were talking about. So I went all the way back to episode number okay. one. And you know what I found? What? You know what I found there? I, f- I found me predicting... A Jean-Claude Perrault podium in the tour. You did? <laughs> in episode number one. Yeah, I remember that. Which, I was bummed. I was shocking. bummed that, that you did is that. shocking. You were breaking up there. Yeah. Did you say you predicted a Jean-Claude Van Damme podium? I predicted. <laughs> yes, that's what I did. And the other thing, the other thing I asked about in that episode, which clearly traveled through the waves of cycling all the way over to Europe and got to the right people, was I asked if you could have a bike race on an aircraft carrier? Was that which was that pre Giro? Yeah, well, no, the, the Volta Volta started on that. the aircraft yeah. carrier. They might, you know, we are for hire. So, yeah, you're like an Oracle, saying, Spencer. You're two for two because we're not counting all the ones you got wrong. Right. So the other exactly. So I just wanted to put that out there for any of the doubters. Uh, that, you know, sometimes we get stuff right. It might just take a while for y'all to figure it out, you know, to come to get up to so speed with us. You know? The other big news, you know, besides we patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. And besides, you know, crosstalk we'll get to in a second, of course, is that now there is another hour record uh, on the top. So that is Many. pretty much what we're going to say. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so now we have six people on the uh, the docket for next year. Alex Dowsett, Jack Bowbridge, Bradley Wiggins, Fabian Cancellara, Tony Martin, and Rohan Denis. Isn't Cancellara, he he's, he pulled out, didn't he? He said he's bored. Yeah, because he wanted to go, yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. So Alex Dowsett will win because he's on the movie star team. What? Uh, no. Are you kidding? No. Bradley Wiggins will get it later, but Alex Dowsett is going to be Bowbridge's time. I don't even care. Why are we talking about this? Sounds like it's for a whole hour. We're not. I I think I came up with a solution on Twitter for this uh, a few days ago, where they should just put all these guys on the track at once for a scratch race that lasts for an hour, and just whoever wins then wins. You know, like why do we need to sit through six hours worth of? But that's one the beauty. You don't. You just have to read the result on Cycling News later. Cause... Uh, that's all true. Right, so guys, this week is the best week to be a cyclocross fan it's true there's a lot of good races christmas miracle season is here jeremy powers is over there to race the whole year probably gonna get a top 10 johnny page is looking pretty good he's been getting better are we gonna get a we gonna get an american miracle here we are not i think it's gonna be nothing but (laughs) walt van Ertz and uh and uh, vanderpool showing us that we're old so the cyclocross thing, who are these uh, young 23 uh, young bucks? <laughs> I don't know, man. They, they're so young and teeny. Like the, and like the best so part was good. we were watching that uh, race this Sunday um, in uh, Czech Republic. Was that Namur? How do you say it? Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. That sounds pretty good. Yep. Uh, yeah, so. It was pretty cool. 
But it is kind of a shame that these young U23 guys have to still race in the U23s. I know. They're they the fastest They can't race the senior men's where they would lose to Kevin Powell's. But, you know, it still would be fun racing. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But, you know, Walt's been winning a lot. And Vanderpool's been just riding like a lunatic, even though he hasn't been winning. But he just rides like a crazy person and almost crashes every two inches. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So going into right now, they're really they are really shaking, shaking it up. It up. It's nice to see like. some, some, you know, fresh face up there, especially because Sven is off his game this year. Yeah. So what's going on with Sven? Well, he's getting divorced. I love this. This this is my favorite. Is that Sven is like gone and he's having a horrible year and he's like because he's finishing. Well, he did. He what did he get? What did he get on Saturday? And then he dropped out of Sunday's race. So I think it's it's a little it's a little more yeah, than, yeah, than uh, no, I know him just being off the pace. But no, it's, it's true. Just, he's still really it's just good even when he's left. off the pace. But you can tell. You look at his face and he's ticked off like the whole time. He's in eighth place and he like he just looks mad. Like he looks around at the guys around him and he's like this pathetic. I mean, yeah, it's uh, like Rob. Rob but you know, Peters, Peters gets good here? every year, right before Belgian Nationals, and we're we're really close to Belgian Nationals, and so this is the like three weeks where Peters will be good. He'll do well in Belgian Nationals. He'll get on the Worlds team, and then he won't be good for another nine months. Where is Worlds this year? Is it Czech Republic? Yeah, that's why it's gonna be so sad. The same course. Stybar can't be there. I don't know if it's the same course. It's Tabor. Oh, uh, okay. It would be really cool if uh, Stybar could do it. Oh, yeah. Now, on the women's side of things, Katarina Nash won in her home country, which that is also cool. cool. So maybe she has a chance to win the national, the world championship. But Marianne Voss is back. Katie Compton, uh, not, not peaking yet, but she seems to be trying maybe a new uh, she plan. third, didn't she? I know, but, you know, she wasn't – Katie Compton last year, you know, was going all for the World Cup series. Yeah, and this true. year it seems that she's more of a mission, like – Get that, go for that day. get that world's jersey. Yeah. She's and then Sane, Sane Kant. Been killing it. She's been killing it. So the women's racing has been almost more exciting than the men's. So I mean, men's. can we talk about uh, uh, Pauline Ferrand Prevost and how she was bunny hopping barriers the other week? It was outrageous. I don't think. As far as I know, I haven't seen any other women. Yeah, like, that was probably one of the coolest videos that we did see on the uh, the internet last week. I didn't see. You didn't see the bunny hopping. The, the I just saw the Musen bunny hopping. No, no sand pit no. to the bunny hop. The sand pit bunny hop was good. That's pretty. I'll, impressive. I'll bring it up. The women's race. Yeah. All right. This was like a week before. Yeah, I just and saw like regular the Musen one, and that was Mucin. that was pretty impressive. And he never fails to impress with his that bike was. handling skills. But how do you bunny hop a sand pit? Like, how? I don't know. I don't know. That guy, that guy has a lot of skills, though. He can he bunny hopped that massive tree trunk log that they threw yeah the one that the, broke uh, the, the fork <laughs> yeah. a year or two ago off uh, a oh. Sunweb rider or somebody's bike just like snapped their uh, Stevens fork in half. Can we talk a little bit about the what? What do you think is going to happen with uh, the um, U.S. Nationals though down in Austin, Texas? Like, who right now is Riding the, uh, you know, the strongest. I like, who do you think it's going to take U.S. Nationals? Have no Johnny Page idea. Probably, you know, if it's muddy, I think Page. Do you think it'll be muddy in Austin, Texas, though? In yeah, in January, why couldn't it? It rains. Yeah, I guess it doesn't does. it? They're not maybe drought. 
They're probably in a drought. I don't know. Rick Perry hasn't uh, solved this problem yet. Rick Perry, but he looks good. Yes. He looks good. So, Spencer, you've been looking at the weather in Austin, Texas? You really? Like, uh, Meyerson nope. doesn't have you on, like, like a 24-hour weather watch, like, in Austin. You're, like, feeding him the news in his ear as he's training. Looks muddy. It looks muddy. It looks muddy. I, uh, I only do that when uh, his, his regular people <laughs> Your are Your backup useless information. So... <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'm like, dude, it's Texas. So we have a fine. big packed racing schedule over Christmas weekend. We have nationals coming up uh, next month. Yeah, next nationals. Month. I, I I think it's. I kind of you know. I think it'll be Paige, but that's just me and my my underdog bias. But it'll probably be Jeremy. Um, I don't think there's a doubt about that. Uh, one of those two will be the top step. And on the women's side, I, I said this. Last week, but it got edited out. But I'm going to say it again, just to just to put it out there. I do think it's time for a changing in the guard. I think, and no disrespect to Katie, but I think Al Anderson. Yeah, is I don't know, it. man. Katie Compton. Anything else that's on the docket for you two gentlemen? Um, I don't know. It's not. It hasn't had a doping positive for like two weeks. It's pretty impressive. It's a ho- that's a holiday miracle. We uh, road season starts soon. Miracle. That's boring. Yeah, so it's like the fake start of road season coming up with the what is it tour down under? Yeah, tour to Langakwai, and then it disappears for a month. The road season well, wasn't does. there like tour of Qatar and Tom yeah. seven stages. That's true, but isn't that stuff like a month? That's like a month that's in like February. There's like a month where they don't do anything. Yeah. Dude, you guys, you act like it's uh, you know some tour. Horrible thing that we would never do here, but we we do all the same stuff. stuff? Well, like we have all these early season road races and stage races and stuff, and then but I mean even worse, we just we just go to Arizona and do like the fifty person. I just wish like I just kind of one. I hate reading about the tour down under because it it like it's annoying to me. Like the season starts and all these guys go there and they do a race and then they disappear and then a month later you get. Dubai, and you get, uh, you know, like little French races, which are way more interesting than Dubai, but everyone goes to Dubai because they get to stay in a posh hotel and make a lot of money. And it's warm. Where I want to watch them race around the south of France in, in like, leg warmers, especially Confidus, because they'll have the full red. So when you're talking about small little French races, are you including Criterium International? Because that is probably my least favorite professional bike race ever. I'd count that, but it's much later. I know, but it's just no, a dumb race. it's in race. April. It's just a... Because it's three days? Or two... It's two it's days like two and days three stages. It's two days, three stages. But it yeah. used to be like Outdoor Life Network used to cover it like it was like to see if Lance was on. Because like, Lance oh, would yeah. always show up to it. I don't know. I think it's a nice little oh, race. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about, guys. Um, about, can, can we, we talk about TJ? No, yeah. Oh, this good. is what I want to talk about. So I just got done reading the Rollure Magazine no. interview, yeah. uh, episode one of that interview with Lance. Great piece. Good photography. But this uh, whole T.J. Van Garderen thing, A, I've kind of cast my um, my hate towards him during the tour when he complained about stage five with the cobbles. Yeah. But then when you start adding it up and Cosmo Catalano in his uh, internet video is talking about this too, about how like, you know, T.J. was saying around the tour that like, oh, it's kind of unfair that Lance is the one that gets cast down upon. Yeah. And now it's like been shown that he's motor pacing with the guy. 
which pretty soon will be against USADA regulations. USADA is now saying that you can't even like coach or train with people that are under like a lifetime ban. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. then Tyler Hamilton and Dave Zabrinsky. Oh, they are. They totally are. are well, Zabrinsky's. <laughs> well, no, Zabrinsky's fine. Zabrinsky's not. Zabrinsky's fine. Be- has got a coaching no, business. totally fine. No, but no, his he can start a coaching banned. business. A coaching He's not business. It's only if you're under suspension. But <laughs> well, maybe you can you can debate that so you want. But he's not banned. He but can start a coaching yeah. business. I I emailed him just today. I said, "What's up with my nuts? What should I do?" <laughs> and he said, "These nuts." And I was like, "Wow, that was." But this whole TJ Van Garderen yeah, doing least. the uh, the motor pacing. How do you feel about that, uh, Logan? I think it's just another reason i don't like tj van garter that's kind of like what how i felt like you know more power to him for like doing his own thing but god you know like now he's sticking up for lance he's just kind of ticking all the irritating buttons he's just (laughs) he's just sort of like like constantly trying to find another reason to make people not like him i have spent the last several minutes while you guys have been arguing about this uh thinking back to what little guy said just a few moments ago about the it's a nice face, thought, uh, isn't it? Red leg warmers. Yeah, but I I went even further and I was like, what did I like better? And I remember the uh, the B box uh, boys telecom uh, kind of yeah. pale blue kid. team, yeah. And they the, they would also do the full legs oh. and arms. And so I've just been zoning out thinking about you know one of us needs to get the full confidence kit and one of us can get the B box full blue Wait, what kit. What about the uh, and boulangerie? Uh, Bakery's one. Oh, that's pretty good. Or Europe car. That is good. I was thinking someone could get the Sonia Duval, the full yellow, and we could oh. be a yellow, a blue, and a red. I'll go in for oh, a ride. Sonia Duval, that was a good-looking kid. That was a really good-looking kid. Everyone for listening to the <laughs> Slow Ride podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You can also tweet us at the Slow Ride Pod. You can email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for all the reviews. We don't have any new reviews this week. But we would oh, like to get one or thanks two. Thanks a lot, people. What? Thanks, people. you got to help us move up the rankings. What are you, busy with the holidays? Come on, help a friend. And have a great holiday weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.